Welcome to the Lindsay Morrison Podcast. Lindsay is a leading consultant in the world of group fitness, working with industry leaders Les Mills International as a training coordinator and as an international trainer and presenter. Join Lindsay as she chats all things group fitness, fitness management, and interviews industry experts on the latest fitness trends, stats, and insights. Welcome to episode number seven of the Lindsay Morrison podcast. Um, I've actually wanted to record this podcast for a while, but things got in the way, life got in the way. Um, and I had I had really planned this podcast out. Um, but but life's funny. It's got a funny way of smacking you in the face. And I feel actually at this moment in time, it's a perfect opportunity um, to record this podcast uh, and I've called this podcast be your own boss and that's not talking about you know specifically talking about setting up your own business being self-employed working for yourself um, in that respect it's about taking control of your feelings and um, things that are happening around about you that make you feel like you're not in control so that you ultimately be your own boss and make those choices and decisions that will help you to feel in control and to absolutely rock it. So, yeah, um, one of the main reasons that, that this podcast, I guess, for me is really important is that recently I felt that I've not been in control and that outside factors and, and outside things um have taken my own self-control away from me and I ha- I really I honestly I've not I've not liked that so um I want to feel more in control and hopefully if you're feeling the same then uh, the tips that I'm going to share with you um, will help you to feel that you can manage that you can take action that you feel confident that you can absolutely rock the world that you are in at the moment so yeah I hope you enjoy this one it's um a topic that's very close to my heart at the moment so I'm going to share with you my five self-leadership tips to start to become your own boss tip number one is really simple and that's to plan and to organize so doing things like writing stuff down um, what is the end goal? What is the starting point? And what do you do need to do in between to get yourself to that place? So mapping out stages, um, milestones, timelines is super important when it comes to planning and, and organizing. Um, and, and that could be if we relate that to, to fitness um, and to fitness goals, it might even be planning what you're going to eat that week and organizing that um with food prep you know on a on a Sunday what I tend to do um if I'm not away working is to batch cook and have my meals planned and cooked and ready for the next four or five days so that I am 100% organized I know what I'm going to eat I know I've got stuff in the fridge um, and that allows me to then focus on other things um, that are happening 
throughout those days rather than worrying about what am I going to have for lunch, what am I going to have for dinner. Um, especially if, you know, when, when you're out teaching a lot um, and you get in late at night, you've taught a few classes back to back, the last thing you want to do is start to slave over the cooker or start to really, you know, <clears throat> make a meal. So if you've got that planned and organised, it's super key um, to helping you to, I guess, achieve your fitness goals, your nutrition goals, and also um, keep you on track um, with that too. And you could also relate that to uh, your workouts through the week. You know, if, if you've planned out your workouts, you know exactly what you're going to hit when you get into the gym, what sessions you're going to do. Um, it's going to allow you to stay really focused on your training goals um, and allow you to just get straight into the gym, hit your workout. Because I know, I know what it's like for me if, if I go to the gym and work out and I don't have a plan, I just really fanny around and unproduct- you know, not productive, feel like I've wasted my time and then I get really, really annoyed at myself that I didn't utilise that time well to train the way that I want to. So, yeah, apply that planning and organising to your nutrition, to your fitness goals, and really to anything in life. You know, if you've got something you want to achieve, just plan, organise, break it down step by step. What are the stages? What do you need to do to get there? And that's going to really help you feel in control and, um, yeah, feel, feel good about it, that you've got that plan in place and help you to reach that, that place that you want to get to. Tip number two progresses nicely on from tip number one. And tip number two is to take action. So actually do the shit that you put down on paper and get to work. It's all fading well, writing things down. Um, but if you don't follow through on them, then it's just gonna it's gonna make you feel rubbish. Um, it's gonna make not make you feel that you've not progressed um, and you're not taking those positive steps to take control and, and achieve the things that you want to achieve. So take action. Um, yeah, with that one too, what, what's great is if, if you actually share those steps that you're you're going to take, um, which then brings me on to top tip number three, which is accountability. So by sharing those goals, sharing your action plan, sharing, you know, those thoughts about how you're going to get to that place, how you're going to keep control is going to help you to stay on track um, and make you think about accountability. So that's being accountable for your actions. When you share that with someone else, you are more likely to stick to what you said to because it's almost like you have created what I like to call an emotional contract um, with that person. And, and absolutely ask that person that you've shared um, your thoughts and uh, plans with to call you out if they think that you're not sticking to it. And that's a great way of, of keeping you on track as well. Tip number four is all about self-awareness. Um, and this is something that most of us maybe aren't that great at. So when, when I mean self-awareness, it's, it's, it's listen to how you talk to yourself. What are the stories that you tell yourself? What are the things that you say to yourself? When you feel that you're not in control, what are the conversations that you have that are going on in your head? 
when you're not feeling confident what are the the recurring conversations and words that you're ha- you're having um in within your own headspace and often those things are things that you make us not very kind to ourselves um so it's about flipping your mindset and starting to talk really positively about you um and the things that you want to achieve so with those I guess it's internal battles that you you have with yourself you know if, if you start to constantly tell yourself negative things then you start to believe it so what we want to start to do and what I've really started to do is to just try and speak real kindly about myself um, and really think positive um, and something that I've, I've started to really focus on is to practice gratitude um, and that's like even just the really small things um, that happen day to day that that I'm grateful for it doesn't have to be like massive you know massive things material things it's it's moments like you know spending time with my mum going to see my mum having a cup of tea with my mum um being grateful for for those small things because you know uh, I think in life we we can tend to forget about those little small things and when those things are gone it's those things that we wish we had back um even even stuff like just being grateful having a, a good workout or having great friends you know grateful for coffee on a Tuesday morning when I'm teaching my athletic class really early. So practicing gratitude allows you to be grateful for the things that you have and gets you on that path of wholehearted living and enjoying life and not focusing on the negative things. And it's funny, um, I've really found that by practicing gratitude, I look at things in a different way. Um, this will sound really odd but I remember a few weeks ago I was just out walk and I seen a like a ladybird on the ground and I've not seen a ladybird in years and then I just when I seen it I just thought oh wow that's actually really cool I've not seen a ladybird since probably I was really wee and um, I felt really grateful that I had actually seen that that animal um because they're quite rare you don't see them often um so yeah it's it's opening your eyes up and being grateful um for the things that you have or those moments that you have that will help you to stay really positive um through any negative times that you're having what you can also do is start to record a journal so write down your thoughts write down those positive moments that, that happen every day. Um, if I just go back to practicing gratitude, something that um, me and and Ricky, so Ricky is my other half, um, we try and share every day something that we're grateful for. So even <clears throat> it might just be us talking about it or if we don't talk about it, then maybe drop each other a message if the next day um, if we're both out working of the, the things that we were grateful for the, the day before and um, so it's really cool uh, I think it's, it's helped me to shift my mindset from 
being slightly negative, which we can all get at times when when stuff happens in life that affects you. Um, and I know for me that when, you know, I'm not in control and I feel like something that has taken that control away, I can get into that real negative headspace and I start to become very into myself and think the worst things are going to happen. Um, so by practicing gratitude, it's really helped me to deflect that negativity and just be grateful for what is going on. Something else you can do, which I haven't actually done, is meditation. Um, that's 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 really going to help you with your self-awareness. Um, it's actually maybe something that I will, will try and maybe I'll do a podcast on that also. Okay, number five. My goodness, this is something that I can, I feel myself, I often get caught in this trap and I've worked really hard over the last few months to learn to say no. So learn to say no, you know, don't be a people pleaser. Um, if, if, if something isn't serving you, then say no, um, because you just find yourself, you know, I've been in situations where I've agreed to do things and because I'm like, oh, I feel bad if I don't do it. But actually, it's impacted me in another way that I've not been able to do something that I wanted to do. Um, and that sounds really selfish, but, you know, I have 100% now I'm in that mindset of if it's not serving me and it's not going to help me, then I'm, I'm not going to do it. Okay, if it's not going to have a purpose for, for me, then I'm, I'm going to say no. And it's that's such a tough thing to do, especially when you do have connections with people and um, you're a natural person that wants to help and, and do things. But if it's not going to be purposeful for you or it puts you out from staying on track, then absolutely you have got the right to say no. So those are my five tips for um, self-leadership um, and to start to become your own boss. So just to recap, tip number one was plan and organise. So write stuff down, set out an action plan, start point, end point, what you're going to do in between to get there. Number two was to take action. So it's all good writing things down. But if you don't start to put the wheels in motion and start to get some action going, then you're never going to achieve what you want to achieve. Set yourself timelines and share your thoughts with others, which brings us on to tip three, which was accountability being accountable for your actions having the person that you share your goals with to call you out if you're not staying true to what you've said you're going to do number four self-awareness really stop and think how am I talking to myself what am I saying to myself is it is it helping me to be my own boss is it helping me to stay in control or actually is it a negative effect is it sending me to a place that I don't want to be, a mindset that I don't want to be in? And then number five, learn to say no. It's your life. Take control, take action and start to manage yourself more effectively. And you will absolutely 100% feel more in control and start to be your own boss. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. It has been a short one. Um, and those five tips that I've shared 
are something that I'm really focusing on practicing myself um, to feel in control and to feel confident and to feel that I'm on on the right path. Um, so if you've got moments where things aren't going the way you want them to, um, just come back and revisit those five five tips um, and hopefully that will help keep you on track. So I hope you've enjoyed it. As always, please um, let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feedback. You can find me on Instagram. It's Lindsay underscore underscore Morrison. Um, that's my Instagram name. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. I've got a, a page called Coach Wee One. So if you pop onto Facebook and like that page, that would be awesome. And please make sure that you go on to iTunes and you rate this podcast. Um, your feedback is super important to me so that I can continue to develop, continue to record these podcasts and give you guys um, great value also. So yeah, peace out. I've got a day two of Lesnar's Grip module tomorrow which I'm super excited about. I hope you guys, whatever you're doing the rest of the day, whenever you're listening to this, have a freaking awesome day. And thank you so much for tuning in and your support. You've been listening to the Lindsay Morrison Podcast. Be sure to give us a review on iTunes.